Hey, I'm Rachel May, country singer-songwriter and host of Mama's Cup of Ambition, the podcast for ambitious mamas with big dreams and little kids. Or maybe your kids aren't so little anymore, but your dreams are still just as big as ever. Wherever you find yourself in your motherhood journey, if you've got ambitious goals that you're longing to achieve, and you're looking to spark inspiration, cultivate motivation, and develop community with like-minded mamas, you're in the right place. As a new mama myself, I created this show as a place for honest and empowering conversations about motherhood, entrepreneurship, and dream chasing. So grab a notebook, top off that cup of coffee, and let's turn our goals into action plans and our dreams into reality together. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode number 13 of Mama's Cup of Ambition. Okay, so on the day that this episode airs, it is my little boy Waylon's first birthday. I cannot believe that I am uttering those words to you right now. It's his first birthday. Where in the heck did a whole year go? I mean, I think... 2020 was one of those years for most of us, I think, that just kind of flew by. But I feel like it was just yesterday when I was getting home from the hospital with Waylon in my arms and trying to figure out how in the heck this whole motherhood thing works. And you know, I have so many thoughts to share on the topic. But before we get into that, I want to tell you about something that has really helped to keep me grounded throughout this first year. So I love to read, but in this new season of motherhood, I found it really hard to find the time to curl up with a good book. Because let's be honest, by the time I put Waylon down to sleep at night, I'm exhausted. And when I open that book I've been wanting to read, it's a struggle for me to get more than a few pages in before I fall asleep with that book in my hands. Can you relate? Well, that's where Audible comes in. With Audible, you can choose from thousands of books, many read by the authors themselves, including bestsellers, autobiographies, and everything in between. I don't often promote multitasking, but in this case, I'm all for it because I love that I can take Audible with me as I chase Waylon around, and listening to those inspiring books that I've been trying to find the time to read honestly breaks up my day in the most glorious way, and it's truly become something that I look forward to in my daily routine. Right now, I'm listening to Believe It, How to Go from Underestimated to Unstoppable by Jamie Kern Lima, and it's so fun stepping into someone else's story to learn from their experience. You can listen across devices and pick up right where you left off, and I'm obsessed with the feature that allows you to bookmark sections of the book with notes so you can easily reference back to them later. It's like a virtual highlighter, and it's freaking awesome. If you want to incorporate Audible into your daily routine, you can sign up today using the link in the show description for a free 30-day trial that includes a free book. There's no obligation and you can cancel anytime. And when you use my link, it fills my cup and helps to support the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, let's get back to today's episode. Before I was a mama, everybody always told me, don't blink, it's going to go by so fast. And I always thought that was just like a turn of phrase or something that people would say. And I didn't really realize just how much they meant it. You blink and it really does just fly by. So as I'm recording this today, let's just say that I am feeling all kinds of different emotions. I'm so excited on one hand because my little boy is turning one and that's a big deal. And it's a big deal for me as a mama too. I mean, I'm not only celebrating him turning one, but I'm celebrating my 
my first year of motherhood. And it's been a total learning experience for me. I mean, this has been a year of so much growth and change and challenge and joy and love and tears and diapers and dirty dishes (laughs) and feeding. Oh my God, feeding, nursing, learning how to nurse, learning how to pump, learning how to nourish a little tiny human who is dependent on you and also learning how to nourish and take care of yourself so that you're able to continue sustaining that life. I mean, so much freaking uncharted territory and just all of the things. I mean, you can probably see where I'm going with this. I think so often we celebrate all of the little tiny milestones that our children reach, and rightfully so. I mean, those are worthy of celebration. But I think it's rare that we turn that admiration and celebration inward and really acknowledge and affirm all of the things that we do in motherhood. So in the mix of all of these emotions that I'm feeling about Waylon turning one, I'm also trying to really just like take some time to look back and reflect and celebrate that I'm turning one. I'm turning one as a mama. And what I find so interesting about this season is how it relates to entrepreneurship. You know, I think whether you had a business before you had children or whether your children inspired you to start your business, or maybe you're even just in that phase where you're still trying to figure out what it is you want to do and you're in that discovery mode. And this applies too to those of you who are listening to this who don't have children. I mean, I'm going to assume that if you're listening to this podcast, you've got some sort of dream or ambition that you're aspiring to. So either way, I think that every day that we take action and we show up and we do something, even if that something scares us to move closer to that thing that we're dreaming of, I think just like in motherhood, we're peeling back these layers of strength and resilience within ourselves and finding out what we're made of. We're learning new things and trying new things. And I think if you're challenging yourself, and you're pushing yourself to grow, whether that's in your business or your personal development, I think every day we're becoming a new version of ourselves, just like in motherhood. I mean, I may think I have everything dialed in and figured out in my journey here with Waylon, and then he hits a new stage of his development and he's growing and changing, and I'm forced to grow and change and evolve with him in order to keep up. And I may think I have it all dialed in and have good routines and systems systems in place, but because he's continually growing and changing, it forces me to continually grow and change and to reevaluate those systems and processes to see if they're still working for us. And it's very much the same in business, right? And that is worthy of celebration, I think. I mean, both motherhood and entrepreneurship require you to be highly adaptable. And I think we take that skill for granted sometimes, but it's a freaking superpower, really. And I think if 2020 taught us anything, it's that, right? That we are adaptable and we are resourceful. I think we all had to learn how to be flexible and how to go with the flow rather than trying to paddle against the current. And I feel like, especially in this first year of motherhood, that is something that I've really had to embrace, that going with the flow. I mean, even that phrase, going with the flow, I think that's all what we're aspiring to, right? We all want to be in that flow state where things are just coming easily and naturally in our direction and motherhood and our relationships with our family 
family and in our business, chasing our dreams. I mean, I think ultimately we're all trying to get into that flow state, but we naturally tend to resist it for some reason and we try to control things. I mean, can you relate to that? Have you ever tried to like orchestrate a situation to get the desired outcome that you were longing for, knowing that if you would just sort of get out of your own way and release control and just sort of let things flow naturally, that things would come together so much easier and would be more enjoyable for you in the process. I mean, that has been the story of my life on so many occasions. But it's a lesson I'm still learning, both as a mama and as an entrepreneur. And I think motherhood has actually been really good for me in terms of learning how to practice releasing control and letting go of those expectations that I put on myself and on outcomes of situations that I'm in. Because I think in motherhood, I've really had to learn that I cannot control everything. (laughs) And it's been a struggle. I'm not going to lie. I want to be able to see and plan out how things are going to go. And that just doesn't always happen when you're caring for a tiny human. And I think a great example of this is my birth story with Waylon. I had this whole vision in my mind, as most of us mamas do, of how I was going to bring my child into the world, you know? And I will tell you, I was prepared to be flexible. I mean, we had a birth plan and some ideas about what we wanted postpartum to look like, but I was ready to be flexible and I was open and aware that things may not go exactly how I planned. And I was okay with that. But when I say that I was prepared to be flexible, let me just also say that I wasn't prepared for just how flexible I was going to have to be. And that nowhere in those plans or in my wildest dreams did I imagine that part of my birth story would include being flooded out of our home and winding up homeless right before the third trimester. (laughs) Which, if you don't know that story, I talked more about it in episode number six. So if you didn't hear that episode, you can go back and listen to it if you're curious about our flood and being homeless and pregnant. But that alone was enough of a curveball. So then to be met with a global pandemic and giving birth during COVID, followed by my dad almost dying and moving in with us two months postpartum to recover, and then being hit with some crippling postpartum anxiety that totally caught me off guard. I mean, I didn't even realize it was happening until I was sitting on the bathroom floor in the dark, crying and having a panic attack with my husband, Gabe, totally terrified and freaked out, not knowing what to do. I mean, seriously, we got hit with so many curveballs in the past year that if it wasn't for our ability as a family to adapt and to be flexible and release our expectations of how we thought things were supposed to look and how they were supposed to go, like I honestly think we just would have crumbled under the weight of this past year. And I really attribute our resilience and our ability to make it through all of those hurdles with our commitment to being flexible and being willing to adapt and change and just go with the flow. And really, (laughs) I say we say that like we had some sort of choice. We didn't really have any choice except for to go with the flow. But I think we could have really easily just gone down a spiral of feeling sorry for ourselves and all of the things that were happening. And we made a conscious choice not to do that, but to 
just face everything as it was coming one chunk at a time. (laughs) And it's definitely worth saying here that I could not imagine having gone through this past year without Gabe by my side. I mean, he has been just the most incredible partner. He's such a good husband and father, and it really does make a difference having that support system in place. So I recognize that I'm very fortunate in that way, but I definitely think it was our ability to pivot and to just go with the flow that got us through all of those rough waters. And even the way Waylon was born, you know, I had initially planned on having a natural water birth, and instead I ended up having a cesarean in the hospital. And I think that is just an example of like the crazy thing about motherhood, right? You have so many opportunities to learn to release your expectations. Like I had this whole plan of how I thought things were going to go. And then ultimately in the moment when I was in labor, what was safest for me and for Waylon ended up being that C-section and to be in the hospital. And ultimately it ended up being one of the most incredible gifts for us, considering we didn't have really any postpartum support because the pandemic was happening. So all of the folks who had planned on coming to help us when Waylon came home, that was no longer an option. So as first-time parents, if we had had that birth center birth that we were planning on, we would have been coming home that same day or same night that Waylon was born and then having the midwife come to the house the next day, which you know, maybe it would have been fine and maybe we would have been just totally cool with that. But from the experience we had, I cannot imagine having just been sent home same day without any extra support. That hospital stay and those incredible nurses that helped to take care of us and Waylon in those early hours of new motherhood and Waylon's new life. I mean, I cannot imagine a scenario in which we didn't have that support. Even having our midwife coming over to the house, you know, two days after we got home, that was incredible. But I can't imagine if we had just been sent home with Waylon after the birth center water birth that we had been planning. I mean, we would have felt so overwhelmed and in over our heads. And so actually, although it wasn't what I planned on, being in the hospital and having that extra support and help in those early hours was the greatest blessing. And Gabe and I have talked so much about that, about just how thankful we are that things didn't go the way we planned. They actually worked out better in our favor. So I don't know where I heard this, but I remember it resonating so deeply with me when I heard it, so much so that I wrote it down in the notes app on my phone. Uh, I just didn't write down where I heard it, and I'm kicking my past self for not giving me more information. (laughs) But I thought it was really relevant to what we're talking about right now. And it's the concept that when we try to control the outcomes and situations in our lives, and we aren't willing to just step back and give strength and power to letting things just fall into place the way that they're meant to. It's like a butterfly flying against the wind, fighting what was meant to give it strength. And that's the quote there that I'm saying. I'm not sure where I heard it. But I love that imagery of a butterfly flying against the wind, fighting what was meant to give it strength. And I don't know about you, but I, for one, in this new season of motherhood and entrepreneurship and all of the dreams that I'm chasing, I sure feel like that butterfly flying against the wind sometimes. But I'm really practicing learning to lean into the things that are meant to give me strength. And it's such a cliche to say it, and we hear it all the time, that when one 
one door is closing, it's because another is opening somewhere else. But I really think that's true. I mean, we just keep trying sometimes to force things that aren't meant for us or that aren't the right fit. But when we allow ourselves to just step back and release our attachment to an outcome of any situation, we're able to open up so many other doors and windows that lead to the most magical, amazing things for us. And it's why one of my favorite mantras is this or something better. I say this all the time. It's like a quote in our household on repeat. But I love that because when I'm feeling this urge to control a situation or feeling like I'm really attached to a certain outcome that I'm desiring, being able to just like repeat that mantra of this or something better, it grounds me and it brings me back to that awareness or that knowing that whatever is meant to be for me and for my family is already moving in our direction. And I don't need to be like an air traffic controller trying to orchestrate every event in our lives. And I know for me, that's been true in motherhood and in my journey chasing my dreams. It's been about trying to find a way to strike that balance between being proactive and showing up and taking action and doing the things that I can do to move my life and career forward while still allowing myself the space to be a part of the experience and to sort of sit back and be a passenger who gets to to enjoy the ride because that is half of the fun in both motherhood and entrepreneurship, I think, is the journey, right? All of those experiences and wading into that unknown territory, figuring things out as you go and being okay with it, being messy and unpolished and unexpected. That's where I think the good stuff happens. And what a shame if we miss out on that because we're so busy trying to control all of the facets of of our journey. And look, I'm not trying to preach at anybody here. I am just speaking my truth right now. This is a lesson that I am actively working on and it's something that I think about all the time. So I'm just sharing my own experience here and hoping that it resonates or strikes a chord with you as well. So I could probably talk all day long about this and keep going on and on and on, but I'm going to spare you of that and wrap it up here for today because I'm fixing to go and bake a cake for Waylon's birthday party <laughs> and talk about releasing expectations because I will just tell you right now, I am not the greatest when it comes to baking. It's just not my strong suit. But for whatever reason, I got it in my head that I really wanted to make Waylon his very first birthday cake myself. So you know what? I am waiting into more uncharted territory and I am making his little smash cake myself. <laughs> so yeah, wish me luck. I'm going to release my expectations and hope that this thing comes out. It may not be pretty, but he's just going to smash it up anyway, right? So hey, I'm going to try. And if you want to come be a fly on the wall as I attempt my version of the Great British Baking Show, <laughs> coming out with me on Instagram. Side note, don't you love the Great British Baking Show? Oh my God, I love that show so much, but I can't watch it very often because I end up just with like the most intense cravings for all of the pastries and baked goods and sugary treats. <laughs> anyway, if you want to connect with me on Instagram, you can find me at Rachel May Music. That's May with an E. And if you want to connect with the show, just search for Mama's Cup of Ambition. Okay, so until next time, may your dreams be ambitious, may your coffee be strong, and may you fly with the wind rather than against it, you beautiful, glorious butterfly. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon.